I'm Tyler. I'm Shorty. I'm Miles. I'm Kara. And we are the Inner Idiots. language, violence, and other things you probably shouldn't let your children listen to. Please enjoy. So start it. Oh, here we go. Praise Jesus and set the deuce loose. Pass the juice. Somebody let the idiots loose. Oh, man. Here we go. He's on that Dr. Seuss shit again. Episode 101, and it's going to be some fun. But remember, if you ain't got buns, hon, you can't be trusted. So get them ear holes dusted. Here we go. Welcome to the Inner Idiot Podcast. I am your host, MC Tyler Havlin, the big, the bald, the beautiful, the brash, the bumbling, and the oftentimes bastardly. That's me. Two claps and a Ric Flair for me. MC Tyler Havlin. <laughs> Woo! Look, Carrie, you're going to have to woo today since Miles ain't here. Yeah, you got to pick there's, up some slack. There's two. You got two more woos to go. I'm going to need you on one of them, at least. All right. <laughs> she looks into the heavens. I'm waiting for him to have an asthma attack trying to say all that. It, it might happen one day. I don't I know. I mean, the good news is he doesn't smoke anymore, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Like His shortness of breath, breath is just n- from stairs now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you hear his voice. You see his face on the live. He is the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books. He ain't got a shirt on, and that's all for you ladies. Hopefully the Allie Martin date works out, and we will be on it. He's been petting Kitty and grabbing Titty since December 11th, 2020. Dumb. That's right. I said December 11th. I see you watching on the live, Miles. Two claps and Ric Flair for Lord Shorty Hoffman. Man, I did it by myself. I know. I was waiting for the woo coming from Kara. Oh, dude, Look. I was, I zoned out. Fucking staring at Martian Manhunter. Like, well, come on, man, woo with us. Kara ain't gonna do it. All right. Well, she's got one more try today. Um, she's not a doctor, but she'll do. The queen of mean. She'll be slinging drink and playing shrink. Don't give her directions. She'll get lost anyways. Two claps and a Ric Flair for Miss Kara Banks. Let me see your mic for a second. Woo! <laughs> there we go. We got it. Kind of. You guys ready for uh, today's uh, top five? I-, I see this as a fitting top five. Sammy says you're beautiful. She's apparently on here. <laughs> Thank you. And and Miles gave his two claps and Ric Flair on the live. So there we go. All right. Today's top five. Fuck, I didn't write these down. Well, you better figure it out because you're up second. And Kara, you know Kara's only got two. Kara, you should be. She might have one. a longer list. Hey, I'm good. I'm good See, with that. I could come up with a longer list if we were doing things that you would not do, not things that you should do. Well, how prepared can you get in fuck forty five seconds? The next episode, maybe we'll do things you shouldn't do on a first date because that's going to go hand in hand with a segment that we're going to do here on season three that I'm going to talk about in our next segment. 
Because I got to give people a heads up on it. People got to have a chance to participate. In Great. This. We're going to talk about the life and tr- struggles of Shorty Hoffman. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't worry. It, it's it's to benefit you. It Listen, will motherfucker. Be if we're going to do some weird ass bachelor bullshit, I'm going to get really fucking upset with you. <laughs> Shorty's going to be upset with me later, Kara. All right. Anyways, uh, here we go. Damage. <laughs> Today's. <laughs> Today's top five is top five things you should do on a first date. Kara, we're starting with you. Shorty, we're starting with you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, see, I don't even think I got five because, like, I don't know. It, It's a lot of – before you even set up the first date, it's a lot of prep and, like, discussing, like, what she's into, things you guys have in common, try to find something, and, like – I don't know. It's always wash your bottle. Shut up, Rosemary. I'm so disappointed in you. Well, Rosemary makes a good point because you never know where a date's going to lead, so your butthole better be clean. I don't fuck on the first date. Nobody saying anything about fucking. It's, if she's touching my butthole, something else is happening. It's probably going to end up being a felony. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't okay. But no, it's. I usually try to do something weird and spontaneous and like not plan hardly shit. So I don't even know if I have a top five. Like, take her somewhere she enjoys to eat, number one. Okay. Cool beans. Um, a walk of some kind, somewhere where you guys can actually talk. Movie, I'm not a here, I'm not here for it. Unless you're both, like, out and about. Like, I was on a first date once, and we're at the movie. Like, we went down to the levee and got something good to eat. And while we were down there, we had realized, like, I had realized the new Sin City had come out, the second one. And I was like, oh, dope, this movie's out. Whatever, no big deal. She goes, no, I really enjoyed the first one. Let's go see it. I was, okay, cool. So that worked out. But- All right, now hold on. Let me stop you because you said go for a walk. Now, are you an equal opportunity dater? Yes. So what if you find you a girl you like in a wheelchair? Are you still going to call it a walk? Or are you going to say, hey, let's go for a roll? Like, then do you bring one of your rolling chairs to the date so she feels included? No, see, no. That, then you're, that's not okay. If I'm going on a date with a chick who is in a wheelchair... You're not going to ask her to go for a walk, right? I'd probably say stroll. Okay, that that works. I can I can deal with yeah. that. Stroll. Miles, why'd you leave me here by myself? <laughs> I'd probably just like... I, I was like, well, you want to mosey about and put my hands behind my back and do, 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 you know? Walk around while she rolls around. You know, I'm here but for But would it. you push whatever. her or would you make her wheel herself? I'd probably push her. Okay. Unless she protested, you know, and then... Okay. It's whatever. You hear like, that, ladies? If you're in a wheelchair, there's still a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have like one condition, and it gets a lot of women really upset. But that's about it. Um, another thing I do is try to do something fun. Like, I don't care what it is. Arcades. Arcades are is one of my favorite things. And I usually find, like, women who are in also into that kind of thing. Um, bookstores is a really good one. Chicks dig books. At least in my experience, or at least I guess the women I end up going on dates with. But that's really all I got, dude. All right, all right, good enough, fair enough. I liked it. It was good. So uh, I, mean, I got things to avoid, like Kara said. We're gonna do things to avoid on the next episode. Don't worry, I okay. got you. Or we could talk about it in the second segment. Things that we think. I guess we're gonna figure out what your fucking shitty ass bachelor game show is gonna be. It's not a game show. This is no game. I'm not. I'm not turning your life into a game. Why it's already a joke? <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> jokes and games—they're both fun. 
Kara, did you come up with anything in the 3.5 minutes that we were discussing his list? I came up with one. Okay. And that is that you should discuss the date before you go so that you can dress appropriately. You don't think there's like a middle ground like that you can dress like jeans and a decent shirt. Like then you're prepared for whatever the next person comes in. No, she has a valid point. Like if you're if you're talking to a chick who's like into hiking and stuff like that and that's what you want to do on a first date or whatever and you lay down some like odd pretenses that it like hey, we're going to go to dinner and walk. All right, cool. You know, she's going to grab her flats and, you know, a nice, you know, whatever, like, dress halfway decent. You know what I'm saying? But then you end up in the fucking, you know, big bone, getting ready to go on a hike. Pushing a girl in a wheelchair. Shut the fuck up. But no, you're absolutely right, Carol. I'm, I'm here for it, honey. Yeah, I just like giving you a hard time. Don't worry, you're going to get to shine in the next segment because we will talk about things not to do on a first date. All right? Because you said you, hey, this is dependent on you. You said you got a long list for that. All right. She said she could come up with one, not that she has one ready. Well, oh, she, no, I could come up with it on the spot. I bet you could. All right. So here, here we go. Here's my top five for the day. Top five things you should do on a first date. The first one is you need to know the difference between nose holes and ear holes. Because I don't care how good or bad your breath stank or smells good whatever whatever flavor breath mint you got in nobody wants to have your hot ass breath on their nose they need to hear you clearly you you smell out of your nose holes you don't hear out them motherfuckers so make sure you're you're speaking into the right holes right ain't nothing worse than having somebody put their hot ass breath right in the middle of your fucking face are you talking from experience like some experience whatever like that just that's the first thing know the difference between (laughs) nose holes and ear holes all right odd thing number four whether you're male or female you need to establish look there's always going to be a power imbalance in a relationship so number four is you need to establish dominance on the first date do you dominate your boyfriend if you go to dinner and you order fucking an appetizer, you get them cheese sticks, and you get there, the cheesy sticks, they come, there's two of you, there's five goddamn cheese sticks. Establish your dominance. Take that extra cheese stick. All right? Show the motherfuckers who's boss. That's rude. I'm just saying, somebody's got to be in charge. It doesn't cross his mind that he could split the cheese stick in half and give them the other half. No, there's Look still... at his waist! <laughs> I didn't say I'm the I'm the one that's dominating. I'm just saying, male or female, establish your goddamn dominance. You're gonna make a dirty joke. Look into the chicks. So I go, oh, <laughs> maybe with the fifth one. But still, and you can't tear that motherfucker in half. You gonna bring a scale and weigh each half? Somebody's getting oh more. Oh my god, in heaven! You're not you're not like Kara and Donnie sitting around like, all right, now that's not half, Donnie. That's not half. <laughs> Cut that Snickers equally. All right, number three is if if you are forklift certified you need to nonchalantly maybe drop your your forklift certification out of your wallet okay just on tape like whoops oh sorry that's just my forklift certification i have mine in my wallet okay because we know nothing nothing gets somebody hotter than knowing you are forklift certified yeah that that's that's really uh that's real get go getter right there i'm telling you i I knew he was the one he was forklift certified hey look there it is it's a thing man it's right. expired. Number two is make sure they know you don't live with your mom, that your mom is your roommate. 
Okay, this is very important, people. Nobody wants to live with some or date somebody that lives with their mom. You've got to make sure they know that your mom lives with you. It is a roommate situation, not a parent-child situation. Okay? That is very important. Remember, always keep that in the back of your mind. And number one, the very the thing you have to do on a first date. Look, this is important. Take notes, motherfuckers, because this is this is the one. I'm not writing this down. All right. If for some reason you get lucky enough and they end up back at your place, you have to show them your grip sock collection. It has to happen. All right. They have to know that you mean business. Okay. You're a goddamn superhero. You show it. That is my top five. I think that's five write-ups. <laughs> just in this segment? Just yes. just in the first one. One for each of you. Yeah, you know. That, that, hey, it's it's worked well for me so far, this far into life. Now, see, I know you're a liar because I've already asked. The lights are off. She can't tell. Bullshit. I asked. I had to make sure. Rosemary says dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's because Rosemary, she can't type anything out while she's taking notes and writing down these <laughs> stellar fucking tips. You and your dumb grip sucks. <laughs> What's funny is I was on Twitter today. Shout out to Jody B from Po Boys. Uh, episode with me just dropped for him. So go check that out. Um, he tweeted something today about quit calling them grippy socks. They're they're um what did he call them? They're sn- not snuggies, huggies. No fuck. <laughs> they, he said they're called something else, and I was like, hey, we just talked about grip socks. This is great. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you, life's about coincidences. And coincidentally, you have not yet dated anybody in a wheelchair. We need to make that happen. No. I mean, for a short period of time, one of my girlfriends was in a wheelchair, and then she went to crutches, and that just turned into me carrying her around like a backpack. (laughs) You know what? I never understood why it's called piggyback ride. Right? Were you giving her a piggyback ride? Yes. Isn't it more like a koala ride? Have you ever seen a koala carry their their young? You look disappointed. Do you understand what he's talking about? No, I have not. You ain't never been to the goddamn zoo? The mama koala carries the baby koala on their back. Oh, I guess. Um, Rosemarie says she's in some mental health first aid training, and she says I need some... Um, some first aid. Tyler needs some first aid. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. It is Mental Health Awareness Month, people. So there is that. Yeah, and you need some fucking help. Yeah, maybe. You're I fucking mean, psychopath. I'm not gonna really deny that. Ooh. I have insurance. I could receive mental help, but then you would miss out on all this fun. All right. <laughs> If it saves the rest of your life, then maybe it's worth it. I mean, what are we saving the rest of my life from? I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not going to get into anything too I mean, I'd be careful, man. These write-ups keep stacking up. Kara's going to shank you. I I wouldn't put a Termination. (laughs) (laughs) I see, that's the thing. I don't think I've ever even seen a shank. What? Yeah, because she's got it buried so deep in the motherfucker, she can't (laughs) see it. That's why. Kara's dangerous. We know this. <laughs> Miles thinks she ain't dangerous. Kara's goddamn dangerous. He's never seen her. That's why Miles is the favorite. Look at that, Miles. You what ain't even fuck? here. <laughs> 
So that's it. That's our first segment. That was kind of short, man. Kind of short today. 15 minutes on the dot. Wow. All right, we're going to go ahead and hit the button. Um, we'll stick around with the live for a minute just to catch up and talk to y'all. Much All that more good than stuff. first aid is what you need, Ty. It is. I need help. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. And just to elaborate on the first segment, not elaborate, but to extend it, we're going to talk about things you shouldn't do on a date because Kara has a laundry list for that. But first, the the flagship of season three. This is what season three is about, people. And ladies, listen up because I'm talking to you specifically. Oh, God, heaven, fuck. Are you serious, Ty? <laughs> I need a lady a week to write in and sell themselves to Shorty. I don't mean like Whoa, stuff. Whoa, hold on. Like, like pitch yourself. To Shorty, like, make your make your go at him. How, is that how I should word that? All right, pretend you're on a dating website. You're going to send me a message saying all the reasons Shorty should date you or to give you a chance. And then at the beginning of every second segment of season three, I'm going to read these. One, one an episode for 50 episodes. And at the end of this season, the, look, I'm pawning Shorty off. Somebody, I'm going to pick a winner. Oh, you get to pick it. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, I get to pick it. Uh, no, see, hold on. You actually do have to go through Kara for this. Why do I have to go through Kara? Because I'm not going to let your nonsense pass. Oh. No, 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 no. I made, a, I made a rule because of my ex-girlfriend that the next girl I date has to get along with Kara and Kelly, Bon Bon's wife, has to like her too. Okay. But step one... Kara. Okay, no, I can get down with that. And I that's like the that. that right there is going to be the hardest hurdle. Cause she'll she'll hear most of them. I mean, she's here for what, like seven out of ten episodes or so. Are you saying that I'm hard to get along with? No. If they don't like you, so you remember the situation. Yeah. That's why. So, ladies, I want you to send in your uh, proposal, not marriage proposal, cause you know. We ain't moving that I ain't, fast. Dude, I'm 30. We can get married. I don't give a fuck at this point. Just don't ask me to change. Like, no, you, you he'll change his clothes, but he's still going to read comic books is basically what he's saying, and we're okay with that. Fuck off. I like these pants. <laughs> <laughs> but you have multiple pairs of Jenkos. Fuck off. I like these pants. <laughs> All right, so Kara, what, what are some of your criteria, though? Before we get into what you shouldn't do on dates, what are some of your criteria for the ladies... <clears throat> While we're auctioning off the Lord here. God damn it. Um, don't show up with bad hygiene. Well, I'm not going to let them show up in studio. We might narrow that down to like maybe the final 10 contestants. Great. Because, you know, I've wanted to do this since season one. I remember, I don't know if you remember this conversation we had. I was going to bring in blind dates for you to the studio. Oh, I recall. But, all right, so don't show up bad hygiene if you make, you know, the elite eight 
Um, don't make any comments about the amount of statues and collectibles. Unless they're praise. <laughs> Unless you are admiring them and you're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And that's not sarcastic. And you don't look at me with judging. Fucking get out of my house. What if it's good judging? What if it's like, huh? he's a 10 out of a 10. What if it's Call that kind of... Call her a liar. You're a 10 in my book. I'm just saying. Continue, Kara. <laughs> Is there is there a height requirement? Like, do you prefer them to be taller, shorter, same do you, height? Do you mind when a girl is taller than you? I can give a fuck less, dude. I dated Amazon in a heartbeat. I jumped to get them kisses. I don't give a fuck. Jump up, get them kisses, boo boo. That's right. That's right. All right. What about hair preference? I do not have it. No, no hair. I would preference. like them to have hair. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's elaborate. <laughs> oh so. man! See now we're gonna get we're gonna get into shit that's gonna get me in trouble here. Hey, that's what we're about is trouble. All right, so what if they don't have hair because of like, say, they just beat cancer? They might have hair again, but right now they're just looking just bald. bald it is, is not beautiful. something as as a physical attractiveness goes. I am not a fan of women with short hair. How short? I mean, we talking like Pixie Bob? No dice. That's that's a solid no dice. So they got to have the haircut that I had a few months ago. That was okay. What is that? So like we're talking jaw length hair, a little bit longer, but yeah. Okay. I keep mine shoulder length. All right, all right. So Lindsay calls me Lord Farquaad. That's why it's grown out. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. So um, any <laughs> any other things you want to throw out there to our potential suitors? Man, the only standard I, the only standard I have gets me in trouble every time I say it. Yeah, don't say it. You're yeah. gonna get us canceled. <laughs> that won't get us canceled. We've said a lot less. I know what he's talking about. I will sift through. I know this one standard. I will sift through and I will eliminate anything that breaks that standard, right? Yes. Okay, I got you. That's why you won't date me, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, there's three reasons. <laughs> Left nut, right nut, penis in between us? Yes. <laughs> All right, Carrie, do you have any more standards for I Shorty? Do not. All right, you hear it here. You got to have hair, ladies. Um, that is the main thing, and you have to have a pulse. That's the two biggest things for Shorty. <laughs> that is that is a big deal. And you have to get along with Kara. And and Kelly. Mom. I've only met her once. She was a lovely lady. She seemed very friendly. Oh, she's a, she is a sweet lady. But the big... Now, see... That's the real caveat. That's going to be the bigger challenge. Because Kara will love just about anybody. Not Kelly. She will meet you and she will be exceedingly pleasant. But the moment you walk out of the room, she goes, I fucking hate them. Neat. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. She don't give no fucks. We sat in a parking lot one time and judged people for an hour and a half. So what is it? What is, what is Kelly's standards, do you think? Dude, that beats me, bud. Beats me. I have no idea. She is, but she knows. Like every time she says she doesn't like somebody, they turn out be, to be a huge piece of shit. And like that's not me even trying to like sugarcoat it. Like they are genuinely like a bad person. Okay. And like most, you know, like most people, they come off like, oh hey, like, oh no, I really like this person. They're funny. They don't take advantage of me. You know, they're genuinely interested in just being my friend. Whatever. No, they're a piece of shit. 
And then all of a sudden, fucking whoop, taking advantage of you or whatever they can, fucking, she just sits back. Mm -hmm, Interesting. What did I tell you? Fools. (laughs) I hope I get to hear her sound like that once, at least once in my life. I'm excited for our next tea party. You guys have tea parties? Mm -hmm. That's great. Me, her, and her sister. That is awesome. That just made my day, and I don't know why. Please tell me you wear a good hat. Of course I wear a good hat. It's a tea party. Put on a bow tie and everything. All right. Um, And you do have suits, by the way, just in case you... He might be off the market before this even gets off the ground. You know, just fingers crossed for Allie Martin. You have to have a suit. This is a nice off the ground, he means under, because it ain't going nowhere. It's getting buried. Hey, nope. She responded to the tweet today. What'd she say? Don't worry about it. It's it's in the works. What do you mean, don't worry about it? You, You... I'll I'll tell you as it comes. I'll direct her to you. Don't worry. It's Kara, a tweet. You can probably find it on the internet. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't do the tweet. I, yeah, I don't know shit about Twitter. I get on there like once every like six or seven months. Cuss out a comic book creator for canceling a series, and that is it. So I got on it today to try to find the comment, and I couldn't. It's I there. Could, I it couldn't figure there. it out. I'll show you. Don't worry. All right. So. You got your laundry list ready. Kara, let's hear what you shouldn't do on a first date. Um, You should not be walking into a building and let the door shut on them. That, that's kind of like, that's not just a date. Like, I feel like if there's a stranger behind you and they're within 10 paces, isn't that what we discussed before, 10 paces? You mm-hmm. should hold that door open. Exactly. And some people just don't do that. Have you... Uh, have you are you... Are you going to be referring to things that have happened to you during dates? Just curious. Me and other people. Okay. Because that's something, honestly, me and you do not discuss is, like, your dating life. Like, I know you do it, whatever, cool beans. You know, I know you're in a relationship or whatever, but you never tell me about, like, a shit date, if you've ever had one. (laughs) I wouldn't say I've ever had a shit date, but I've definitely had dates where I was like, well, that was fucking rude. So... A quick question about this door thing. When people don't hold the door, do you think they're trying to be rude or you just think they weren't raised to hold the door? Because I don't think I've ever seen somebody like, yeah, let this motherfucking door close on this person. I, I feel as if it, like, whether you're raised to or not, you see enough people doing it that it should become nature in itself. Yeah, it's just careless. Like, it's just yeah. knowing that they don't care. Yeah, it's an inconsiderate motion. I can get on, I can get down with that. All right, what's your next don't on a first date? Um, we should throw that first one into in life, not just sure. on a date. Hold the door open for me. But especially on dates, like if if you know if me and some young lady were out on a date or whatever, and I like and I'm first, which wouldn't happen anyway. But like if I'm first, I open the door and I just like barely like just open it, walk in, no. <laughs> Like, that is a huge, if I were on a date and the, you know, again, it would never happen because I would never let somebody, especially a woman, open the door before me. Like, I'll fucking race and get it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, if that were to happen, I would, mm, you were probably a bad person. I know. I feel like it is one of those little, little tells for people. Like, you don't hold the door open for the next person. 
Like, I can understand if that, that person... motherfucker was eight and a half paces, and you didn't hold the door? Right. You're a piece of shit. Isn't that what we discussed? Ten paces is yeah, what Yeah, ten it, paces what it is. is what we agree on. Because they're not really going to hold you up. If you're walking into a convenience store, you're going to be waiting in line anyways. And that's using even, like, the behind your back, hold it, you know, hold it open to where they can grab the inside of the door and open it the rest of the way. Right. Like, that's that. That's fine. Especially for old people, man. You, you see this old guy walking in. See, that's his... a whole different standard. If it's an old person or a young lady or, you know, woman in general, not, you know, any any age, doesn't matter. You open the door and you step to the side and let them proceed first. Even at, even at 10 paces? Yes. Okay. If it is an if it is a person of, you know, noticeable age, yes. I will, you... I will agree with you on the age one. But as far as a woman goes... As a father of two daughters, I've had to, you know, become acclimated with things that make females uncomfortable because I want to do everything in my power to make my girls grow up and know their worth and know, hey, you shouldn't take this. So I feel like if a woman is 10 paces behind you and you're holding that door open for her, you should probably walk in and hold it. Because if you wait, sometimes that can make a woman uncomfortable to think like you're just waiting to check them out, their backside. You know sure. what I mean? So I feel like eh, the pacing needs to be there. But old people, always let an old person go in first. I don't know if I've ever had that thought cross my mind. I've, I've heard it mentioned before. And the more I think about it, it's like, all right, well, if they're pretty far back and you're waiting outside the door to let them go first, they might feel like he's just trying to check me out. I actually had this conversation a little bit last night. But anyways, all right, what's your but next that, don't? But that's within... You know, you're within 10 paces. That is not a notable... Now, you know, you're a good second away. Like, yeah, I'm going to hold it back regardless of who you may be. Now, right. if it's an old person, I probably would wait or whatever. But if it's a woman or whatever, I'll... And they're close enough... If they're close enough for me to hold the door behind my back, it doesn't take but an extra second or thought to be polite to let them walk right. through. Yeah, right. Ladies first. That's how I was raised. Right. And I don't care, like, whether it is a good-looking woman or not. It does not... That that thought's never crossed my mind. All right, what's the next don't? We got a little sidetracked on that one. A little deviation. <laughs> don't be rude to the waitress. Oh, God, fuck. Carol. Dilly fucking dilly. <laughs> no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, and go ahead and elaborate on this. Like, don't be impatient about how long things are being taken. Mm-hmm. Um... Major one, there are pe- people have come into my bar on dates, and the man sometimes will hold his drink up in the air, snap at me, and shake his cup. Ooh, wow, yeah, what the that. fuck? I've had people whistle me down like a dog. Well, I don't like whistling at people anyways. Oh, see, yeah, it's, it's fucking... How do we get along? Oh. I whistle at everybody. Eh, it's it's never bothered me. Huh. But if it's somebody I don't know and they whistle at me, I, my first thought is I'm not a dog. Like, don't don't whistle at me. See, that's, dude, like, that's, that's how I was raised. Kara can attest because she was, she witnessed a lot of it. But I was raised to respond to whistles because I'd be out and about before the dawn of cell phones. I was out and about hanging out goofing with my friends. Mom would send out the whistle. You could hear it for hundreds of, you know, damn near a mile. And that's when we come home. If we're in a grocery store, But that's in your social group. These are strangers doing it to strangers. If somebody whistled at me to get my attention and I turned around, 
I would not, it wouldn't even bother me just because of who I am. And out of habit, like if, if I and Bon Bon were out hanging out doing something or fuck, I need to pick a more obscure friend, fucking, I can't think of any, but if me and random person were hanging out and we barely knew each other and I whistled at them and they got upset, I'd have to explain myself like, Hey, listen, it wasn't a big deal. When I was dating my ex-girlfriend, that was a deal. What are you fucking freaking Don't out Don't worry, about? I'll, show you, I'll show you when we're done. All right, continue. But whistling to me is not, like, in a bar setting, I totally agree with you. That is horrific. And standing there fucking holding your cup up like that, like a jackass, get the fuck out of here. Especially on a date. Jesus Christ. Now, if it was me doing that to you, totally different story. You also have to add into the fact that I was the only server there and all of the dining tables were full. I don't care if you're the only server or not. If you're if I'm on a date and I if I were to witness that if I was a waiter and some dude would hold it up, if there was fucking a wait a single waiter for every table and some dude did that, I would purposely not I would wait longer. Let's see how long this motherfucker takes. Hey, here's the thing. I grew up, my mom Raised me on her own, pretty much, and she was a server her entire life. So, you know, so I kind of learned some stuff, and she would talk to me about stuff because my mom talked to me more like I was an adult than a child. Mm-hmm. And she would tell me, "I know when somebody's drinks getting low. the The best thing to do is put it at the edge of the table. It's it's not aggressive. It's just a reminder that person might be packed, and it's at the edge of the table. It's easy for them to grab, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I look at my drink and I think." They know. It's all right. I've never had to ask for a refill. Especially, I mean, maybe with you, just because of there's that comfortability. You know what I mean? But it's not like I'm holding my shit up. But here's the thing, fellas. you got to remember this. Most servers are female. And if you are out with a female and you are rude to your server, that female you're out with is going to think you're going to be rude to them. Oh, absolutely. And that was like one of the lessons my mom ingrained in me. Be good to your servers. And if you need more reason, here's why. And then she told me that. So kudos to you, Kara. That's a good one. That's a great one. That's another one that's just not even on a date. Don't be a shitty human being. These people are serving you your food. I like to flirt with my waitresses. And not like even like in a creepy way, but like be over the fucking top. Like, what can I get you, honey? Oh, anything, dear. It would be fantastic. (laughs) Like, just blowing the whole situation up out of proportion and just acting like they're doing the world's greatest deed for me. Like, usually it gets them smiling going. Like, you can tell it's a good day. But if I can tell they're getting weird out, I stop doing it. Like, I've gotten really good at telling, like, all right, this girl's uncomfortable. I better stop. (laughs) All right. I got a a dating don't before you go on to your next one. And this happened from experience. Okay? Okay. If you're leaving the date and you're both walking your separate ways, you know, to your cars, and you get attacked by a bee, don't react because they're going to think you're goddamn crazy. Okay? Just do not react. There was this one time I went out on a date, and it was a lunch date, so that should have been my first red flag. Like, people only want to go to lunch dates if they want a free meal, usually. Yeah, lunch dates are not intimate. All right? So anyways, we're leaving Applebee's. I know, Applebee's. That's the part that's not intimate. <laughs> that too. <Your> <laughs> lunch date has nothing to do with it, buddy. So so we're leaving and I got a dress shirt on and a bee flies into my shirt. 
And without thinking, I start ripping my shirt off. Like there's a bee in my shirt. Fucking hulking out. I never heard from this girl again. But a couple years down the road, I saw her and she recognized me and she stopped and talked to me. Well, me, because I'm a curious person, I was like, hey, you know, like I'm not trying to. But like, why did you, you know, what happened? She's like, you started freaking out and I didn't know what was going on. There was a bee in my shirt, people. So if you're on a date, did you not scream? God damn, motherfucking bees or anything. You're just like, take off my clothes. So if you get an Applebee's parking lot, it's me hot mothered. If you get attacked by a bee when you're leaving the date and you think you're within eyesight or earshot of the person you just went on that first date with, don't react. Just take the sting and roll with it. All right, Kara, go ahead. Do not, if you are riding in the same car, do not drive like a maniac. Yes. Okay, so Do where's the middle ground, though? Because driving too slow <laughs> would piss me the fuck off. Five to ten miles over the speed limit is okay. Uh, but cool if beans. you are doing 90 and a 65 and you're weaving in and out of cars, don't do that. But what if, per se, it gets her wheels going? That's probably something that needs to be discussed. If she's like, I like if my... she's a fucking gearhead, too, she's like, oh, yeah, I love these fucking hot rods and blah, blah, hoodie beer. And you fucking put that pedal to the metal. She's like, yeah, baby, hit it, hit it, hit it. You have a Honda. <laughs> I'm not saying me. Conversation went full fucking circle from before we were recording. Oh fuck! Oh goddamn! Oh, that's what they call a callback, people. Oh shit, that was good stuff. All right, uh, what minute mark we at? We're here? twenty. All right, we're good. We can keep going. Kara, let's get let's get a couple more. Um, don't wear dirty clothes. That means you got to change. <laughs> Just saying. I like these pants. <laughs> They're black, so I mean, as long as they're not dusty, like you can't really they're, see the grease. They're a little dusty. These motherfuckers are dirty. I did some Rick, shit yesterday. He did just get out of work, so sixteen I, hours. Yeah, clean clothes definitely. You go in there smelling like the ass end of an onion and some dirty clothes. That's no good. I didn't know onions have asses, but if, okay. If they did, they fucking stink. They'd make you cry. That's for damn sure. Yeah. All right. What's your next uh, rule? Um, if you know, and this can be a little mean if you know that you don't have the prettiest feet don't wear open-toed shoes that's funny that is funny so like does this are you saying this for men or women because it could go either way i've seen a lot of men wearing sandals lately dude i have ugly ass feet i will never wear sandals or flip-flops yeah I, that's why i don't wear them anymore i used to wear them all the time but i was at the gym one time and this was back in my better days and i dropped a 35 pound plate on my toe Ooh. Steel plate, so like my big toe on my right foot, that toenail is funky. So people don't see it. However, oh, I can't tell that story. It's all right. Go on. <laughs> Go your next. I had to catch myself. You know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes well, the filter works. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, don't talk about medical issues on the first date. 
Unless it's like a dire thing that they might have to assist too. What if, what if you got Tourette's? You're like, look, I ain't calling you cunt, I, but if I just yell out cunt. I feel like that would be fairly noticeable yeah. off the rip. They would yeah. probably know about that before the first date. Yeah, all I'm saying. I'm a, I'm just saying, like, you, if you tell them you got Tourette's, because I have Tourette's. But I have, like, I don't have, I'm not going to scream out obscenities. I just do that on my own. Trust me. That's my So you brain. have the boring Tourette's where you occasionally, like, move or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like, if you see me fucking with my neck or my chin, that's my Tourette's. Hmm, or, like, when I fuck with my ears or my head twitches and shit. Like, gotcha. I'm talking about it, so now my tics are going to start. <laughs> fuck. I should have yeah. known better. All right, go ahead. Um, no open toe shoes, people. We should just say that for a first date in general. I want to see your feet. I'm sorry, Shorty, but do not talk about your statue collection. Oh, no. This stuff never comes up. Are you kidding me? Oh, what do you do for fun? Oh, I'm I'm a woodworker. <laughs> Dude, I make myself sound boring as fuck. The problem is, though, that backfires real fucking quick. Because in the off chance that it does end up coming back here, well, it usually doesn't end up in sex, but I've had I've had a girl come here, and she was just like, completely blown away because I didn't lead anything on or nothing. She saw the bat symbol, but like guys have fucking big ass stickers on their cars and trucks and shit. Nobody thinks anything of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, bat symbol, whatever. Cool. I like Batman too. Passive. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, that's neat. You like Batman. All right. And I'm dude, I'm like nervous every time I like a girl comes over here for the first time, like genuinely. Mainly because I found I have learned that women do not fully understand like some men's passion, where like something that you're passionate about is could be fairly low key. You know what I'm saying? If you're really into makeup or whatever, you're gonna have a fucking single stand in your room with everything on it. That is it. That is gonna be the extent. But you could be fucking like in love with makeup. You know what I'm saying? Like one. The chick, your woman, is going to have a vanity. That is basically going to be it. I don't know. Some girls have makeup rooms. Maybe. Sure. But. but. No, I I would never. This would never come up. Like. This is, this is such a big issue with me. Like, I know. Because I'm like, man, like, chicks don't find this attractive. Like, because the one girl I did bring back here, she told me it was intimidating. Not just because, like, oh, it's a bunch of nerdy shit or whatever. She goes, it's just intimidating to see somebody, like, actually devote this much passion into something. I mean, I hear guys talk about their fucking sports, you know, fucking yeah, main caves with their fucking sports that's shit. That's what a man's supposed to be, quote, right. unquote. Like, I don't, I'm not... No, when I go in, when I go into the stuff about comic books and, like, talk about all the other shit into it, like... A lot of women are verily impressed because they're like they have a lot of predeposition where like it's all for fucking kids. No, no. but no, you're Kara. You are right, one hundred percent. Do not do that. Bad, bad, bad. All right, let's get one more, Kara. Um, I was just thinking of one. Well, now you're gonna just say one, right? Um, do not let the conversation be one-sided. If you are cutting that person off and not letting them speak. That's a huge red flag. Yeah, I agree. You notice how I waited there to make sure she was completely done talking? <laughs> but look, I have this problem 
where if I don't get a thought out sometimes and it's part of my ADHD and Tourette's, like it's gone. So everyone, I always apologize for it, but I do it a lot to my friends. I do it a lot on the show, really, but that's why. So if I ever cut you off, it's not because I'm trying to be rude. It's because I'm dumb. Like, it's just because my brain is stupid. All right, Shorty. A lot of times, if I'm really excited, I forget. Like, that is genuinely my <laughs> fault. If I'm excited about the conversation or whatever like that, I'm going to interrupt and get, like, everything in my brain out. And that's, that is a bad habit I have, and I've been working very difficultly to fucking fix it. Diligently? Diligently. Yeah. What did I say? Difficultly. I try to combine the two words. I got you, boo-boo. Don't I'm worry. I'm so sleepy. I've been awake for a lot of hours. 20 hours. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Kara, I know you're usually not involved in the, uh, the outro. So what I'm going to need from you, I need you to say when I point at you, so in the meantime, can you do that for me? Yeah. Don't worry. It's not like the woo. I don't need you to woo. I just need you to say, so in the meantime. So are we ready? Yeah. So in the meantime. In the betweens time. Remember, sex with a condom on is a lot like community service. It's not the most enjoyable thing while it's happening, but afterwards you feel pretty good about yourself. Cue the music. We out. Idiot. <laughs>